Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. One Last Ride. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. A former reality TV show producer accused of murdering his wife in Mexico will appear in Los Angeles federal court today to begin what could be a long extradition fight for him. Bruce Beresford Redmond was arrested yesterday more than seven months after his wife Monica was found dead at a Cancun resort. On April 8th, 2010, Monica Burgos was found dead at a Cancun resort. The suspect, survivor and Pimp My Ride creator Bruce Beresford Redmond. This is what I'm calling the Pimp My Ride murder. The reason I'm calling it this is because we actually got this from a listener. Oh, yeah. Ash sent in a message. He's like, I don't know if you've done this one. And I was like, we have not done this one. I was like, yeah, let's do this one. It you know checks a couple of different boxes. Yeah, we love one that has a TV jumping off point. Little reality TV. Mm-hmm. 90s 2000s mm, yeah and it's just something i've never heard of before familiar with survivor yeah. familiar with pimp my ride was a the dark side to every reality show in some way whether we know it or not right absolutely we have hit some things but i can imagine with all of the processes that go into creating a show and all the people involved it's a cast of hundreds at least there's got to be something in there And you rooted around and found it for us, Ash. So thanks, Ash, for that. And I know people send us suggestions all the time, and they're all great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a matter of, can we find enough information? Yeah. And then sometimes it's, this is really resonating with me. Mm -hmm. At the time I'm seeing the message or we're seeing the message. Yeah. Things, we have a whole list and we take all of your suggestions. Sometimes, yeah, it's like the right time and place. While you might not be familiar with the name Bruce Beresford Redman, there's a good chance you're familiar with some of his work. Bruce was a reality TV producer who was the co-creator and executive producer of Pimp My Ride, MTV, Mm -hmm. taking cars and turning 
hoopties, mm-hmm. buckets, and turning them into <laughs> pimped out rides. That's right. This is one of the the slates of MTV programming at this era. I watched all the time. Like it was real world. This the, I think the challenge had just started. Or road rules. Cribs was popular. Yeah. Taking things that were not great and mm-hmm. making them not just oh here's a better version of it. Here, mm-hmm. Let's go above and beyond. And I feel like it's a little bit akin to. House flipping shows totally. a little That's bit. That's what I was going to say. I think it's the first makeover show that I ever watched. Also with Pimp My Ride, it historically, with hindsight and information now, was known for faking a lot of what it did. Sure. And as one of somebody, I love to criticize reality TV. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like it. It's interesting and it's culturally relevant and reality TV takes things and people that don't have to go through the same gatekeepers mm-hmm. that – Normally, Hollywood would have to go through. Oh, mm-hmm. is your family are you related to Francis Ford Coppola? Are you super hot? Are you mm-hmm. super talented? Are you both or, or any of those things? You don't need to have any of that. And shows like this and a lot of reality TV is is show different walks of life, different parts of the world, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to knock it. And was Pimp My Ride, do they fake a lot of what they did? Eh, so what? Of course. It's disingenuous, but did you get entertained at the well, end? Well, that's the thing. Like, is it disingenuous if you've been entertained? That is the show's main purpose. I just think this Pimp My Ride was is noteworthy for having the car would be, they would actually take a car that was like, yeah, it was a little rundown, but they made it worse. Oh, they okay. would actively... Produce it. They yeah, like, it you up. know, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. sand down the paint and just leave it. Replace quarter panels with different colored quarter panels. Anything mm-hmm. to make it, like, really bad. So when you made it that much better, maybe it's if you're doing a weight loss thing and you purposely gained a lot of weight right before weigh-in. Yeah. And then you're going to lose that much more weight because you front-loaded yourself yeah. with whatever. It's a little bit like that. And then how much time was actually spent working on the car? They're like, three days later. And mm-hmm. it was more like seven months later. Ooh. So it was things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And Survivor, we all know, it's probably Absolutely. one of the most iconic reality shows. It's one of the oldest, too. One of the oldest. Um, it's on season 41 right now. I know that because I watch it. I'm sorry. I've never watched a full episode of survivor i've seen it obviously in clip shows and, mm-hmm. and culturally I've seen it, but i've never watched a full episode i think maybe season one i was maybe saw part of one episode but mm-hmm. i know it's just one of those things that i i never watched and am i better or worse off for it who knows better no better definitely better but these accolades aren't what bruce is known for it's especially as of 2015, he was convicted of murdering his wife, Monica Burgos, after her body was discovered while the family was on vacation in Cancun years earlier. Oh, God. So a little about Bruce. He's from my home state of New Jersey. Mm, Makes sense. He was born on April 20th, 1971, grew up in Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. He attended Passaic Hills High School alongside Rick Hurwitz, who would later co-create Pimp My Ride with Bruce. On April 8th, 1999, Bruce married the beautiful Brazilian Monica Burgos in Rio de Janeiro, and the couple had two children together. Family, have it all. Sure. Or so we think. Yeah, absolutely. Like creating something with an old high school friend, really cashing in on reality TV at this specific point in time. A lot of money has been made, and yeah, a happy family, it seems. And the murder right after this break. I want to tell you about a podcast I've been obsessed with lately called What Was That Like? Some of the episodes are 
Dan was mauled by a grizzly bear. Diana survived a plane crash. Or Danny found a baby in the subway. And these stories aren't the podcast host talking about what happened. Each episode features the guests themselves, the people who actually experienced the situation, telling the story of what happened firsthand. And many of the stories include the actual 911 call. And what was that like covers a wide variety of topics. A lot of them are really dark and true crime related, but some of them are more lighthearted. For example, the man who talks about winning over $100,000 on Wheel of Fortune, or the lady who once sent a text message to the wrong number, and three years later, they got married. The episode I just listened to was called Monica Discovered the Family Secret. And as someone who is waiting for one of those 23andMe results, it was particularly intense. So check out What Was That Like? What Was That Like can be found on any podcast app, including Spotify, or go right to the website, whatwasthatlike.com. Whitney and I met through our husbands who were childhood friends, but quickly bonded in several aspects. We realized that we had many commonalities, both boy moms, both loved wine, and both intrigued by true crime. Early on in our friendship, we also learned that our histories allotted us to have differing opinions that creates a healthy conversation. Not only do we love listening to the cases that baffle our minds, but we are advocates for those that crimes were committed against. Victims do not get a chance to tell their story, but we can. We bring awareness and fight for justice for those that cannot fight themselves. Melissa and I spend hours weekly going through newspaper articles, past interviews, news reports, and anything that we can bring to listeners for a complete journey. Our mission is to create awareness in the only way we know how. We say something because we will be there. No matter where. No matter who. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. How are you doing? Are you well? We're checking in. This, this is, is it. it. You should know by now. New people, this is the check-in. Mm-hmm. Roll old pe- call. Old people, <laughs> let people know what the new people are doing. Yeah. This is the check-in. This it's is the your buddy system. If you're just like, I don't have time to center myself, uh-uh. we're making it for you. Yeah, we've created this time and space for you to do the thing that we're asking you to do for your mental health, please. How many times a week does someone say, hey... How are you doing? Whoa. Have you checked in with yourself? 
maybe none. Some people have none. That's true. I have none. (laughs) (laughs) None, but you're creating it for others. It's a beautiful thing, Jason. Maybe somebody can do it for me. Maybe there's another podcast out there in another in another universe uh, that I can listen to, and they can be like, "Why don't you check in?" I'll be like, "Nah, rather just hide it and ignore it." Hmm. We want to say hello to anyone who's listening. Anyone. Anyone who supports the podcast, shares it, spreads the good word. Spread it, please. Spread it like wildfire. Yeah, let it rise up from the ashes. And then into f- more fire. Right. Yeah, and then more ashes. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like a phoenix. I know that. We want to thank all our patrons. Absolutely. Thank you. Without you, we're... Nothing. Less than nothing. Dirt. Yeah. Garbage. No, dirt is... That's an insult to dirt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we want to thank our patrons. Thank you for the support. Thank you for keeping the lights on. And now, the government. Everyone's favorite part. Absolutely. Talking government. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I don't know. How about the mayors? Let's do it. Front and center. <laughs> James Harrington. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. David Bull. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. Pat Josel. Hello. And our governor. Not Governor. Mm-mm. Govan and. Govan and. <laughs> and so much more. Avian Noble. If you want bonus episodes, new one should be out right now. It's a little haunty. Mm. Got a little haunty for you. Mm. A little nice little haunty. Found a little haunty I liked. And I was like, let's go into the Patreon. <laughs> Straight to the bonies. Early access. None of this chit chat. You could, if you were like, I'd like to listen to a lot of these older episodes, but I don't want to hear what you guys have to say. It's mm. not interesting. That's fair. We get it. <laughs> Definitely. You could go and have access to all the early episodes. Save yourself plenty of time. Time is money. Mm-hmm. Money is profit. <laughs> Cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh! Buy yourself a Bitcoin. (laughs) Buy us a Bitcoin. We're we're losing followers by the second. You can go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. And now let's go back to Cancun. And we wish it was under better circumstances. In April 2010, Bruce and Monica, along with the kids, were on vacation in Cancun, Mexico. On April 8th, Monica's naked and beaten body was found dumped in a sewer near the Moon Palace Resort, the same resort that the family had been staying at. Monica had been strangled to death and found on what should have been celebrated as her 42nd birthday. Mm. Bruce was detained in question that same day by police who were treating him as a person of interest in the case. Naturally. Naturally. Standard. No one should be like, what, why, who, especially Bruce. Mm -hmm. He was released the same day as long as he agreed not to leave Mexico while the investigation was underway. The Mexican authorities kept Bruce's passport to keep him from leaving, but he decided uh, he wasn't going to stick around. Oh, that's uh, that's a good red flag, I would say. That's well, maybe it's good. a coincidence. Yeah, I'll just leave and take a train to L.A. Oh. You didn't mean not go to L.A., right? Right. When you took my passport, the highest form of ID, you didn't mean I should flee. And he had used his driver's license instead of his passport, and he... Just made his way out. And I'm sure he's somebody of means. I, I don't know what it what it takes to oh, convince way. people. I don't think he was under any formal. It was just like, hey, listen, this is an investigation. Mm-hmm. Just we're going to put our trust in you that you wouldn't want to leave. Wouldn't you want to know what Ooh. happened to your what happened to your wife, the mother of your two your, kids? Yeah. 
Oh, God. Mexican authorities issued a warrant for Bruce's arrest on May 31st, 2010, in connection to Monica's murder. And Mexican prosecutors began the extradition process to get him back into Mexico to stand trial. Hmm. Bruce was arrested on November 16th, 2010. Some time passed. It took him a bit to catch up with him. You could just hopscotch back and forth. I guess when you're in America, can you just, how quickly can they extradite you? Yeah, I guess. Maybe if you're somebody who has got, I have a bunch of lawyers on retainer. Can they tie things up? And I'm sure they're probably planning things out. Mm. Things take time, but it's relatively quick. It should be, you think it'd be right away, but Mm. November. U.S. Magistrate Jacqueline Trulzian made the decision in 2011 that Bruce should be extradited back to Mexico as there was enough evidence, even though it was circumstantial, to show that he potentially murdered his wife. Okay. It's what makes the most sense. Sense. He didn't leave a note. He didn't just say, P.S., I was here. Yeah. I just, we've covered so many of these cases where it's like Occam's razor. In most cases, I will say. Obviously, there are exceptions to this rule. Lots of different scenarios, but it just makes sense. He probably would have been better off hanging around. Yeah. If, especially if there's no circumstantial evidence, you're better off just being there and being like, yeah, I want totally. to find – you know what I mean? This is – I don't know what happened. Nothing looks guiltier than leaving when you should be staying. The possible motives that had been looked at were collecting insurance money. Mm-hmm. wanting sole custody of the children, and carrying on with an affair he's having. Oh. I'm going to start with the okay. third yeah. and work backwards. Okay. Because he probably was like, I need someone to babysit these kids while I'm having the affair. Exactly. And wouldn't, wouldn't his wife be a good babysitter Ugh, in that case? God. So it's probably that and working backwards. Ugh. On February 8th, 2012, Bruce was extradited to Mexico A judge deemed there was enough evidence to show that Bruce murdered his wife and he was ordered to remain in custody pending his trial. On March 12, 2015, Bruce Beresford Redmond was found guilty of murdering his wife and sentenced to 12 years in prison. Wow. That's it? 12 years in prison? Good lawyers, I guess? I don't know if the fact – well, I think maybe guessing that some of it has to do with no evidence and not premeditated, right? Mm. If they found evidence that – he had a diary of 100 days until I kill my wife. Then maybe that maybe leads to more. I, I don't know. But yeah, the resulting effect is that she has passed away, though. The mother of his kids is dead. And he got to just hopscotch back and forth doing whatever shit he was doing for a while before this happened. And maybe they were like, listen, we can definitely get this 12 years. We could maybe go hard uh, and get him life but mm-hmm. if that doesn't work maybe it's nothing mm. who i don't know yeah god luckily it wasn't marijuana he'd still be there today spoiler alert not in jail right now oh so. you don't think you don't say this man is not in jail anymore he was sentenced to 12 years in prison he of course he appealed but the prosecution also didn't write off the chance appealing themselves as they found the sentence far too lenient. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Bruce made a video diary. Oh, good. Or a vlog, maybe. Oh, interesting. A reality TV producer turns the camera on himself. During his time in prison and claimed that the evidence used to convict him was contaminated while in police custody and minuscule amounts of blood found in the hotel room that they were staying mm. didn't even belong to Monica, according to DNA analysis hmm. now does that mean there was somebody else doing the murder or did you he's like, he's like i didn't even i killed somebody totally different that's what that blood's from hmm. <laughs> it wasn't her yeah the old I, make it a murderer clause 
Bruce was released in September of 2019, serving only seven and a half years out of a possible 12. Just look and Oof. see what people serve more than seven years for. Oh, that hits me hard. It's like you're released right into the pandemic, which is something, but you're free. You get to be free after doing this, after performing this horrific, heinous crime. Your kids have lost their mother and you get to live life as usual. Apparently, under Mexican law, a person is eligible for release after serving 60% of their sentence. He also spent a year in jail in L.A. before being sent to Mexico, so he qualified for early release, so add plus one year. Mm. And he was 48 at the time of his release, so he could still date 22-year-olds if he wants to. Oh, yeah. L.A. standards. Just get right back into it. Bruce's parents had held guardianship of his children since November of 2010, but he won the rights to partially terminate this in August 2020. There was no opposition from Juanita Beresford Redman for Bruce's request to cancel her physical guardianship over the children who what? are now 15 and 13. Yeah, I don't know. What? Yeah. Juanita is still the guardian of the children's estates and is in charge of the financial affairs. God, there has got to be just so much under the surface of this. That is so disturbing. And what does it even mean that he gets partial custody? Any like to what extent he doesn't? From have- what I gather, mm-hmm. he, these children don't see him. From what I get, they do not have a relationship. Okay. God, these poor so, kids. Uh, Bruce Beresford Redmond denies the allegations he killed his wife. He did an interview for forty eight hours and said, "I've been accused." Of a horrible porn crime, and I'm innocent, he stated. I did not kill Monica. Either Bruce has been wrongfully convicted, and he just spent a short amount of time behind bars. Probably not. Definitely not, right? Yeah, yeah. what does the Innocence Project have to say about this? Nothing. <laughs> they're like, nah, nah. He even got out too quick for the Innocence Project. <laughs> they were like, we can't even speak to this. In short, he got away with murder. Absolutely. And So, is he, wor- like... I work in re- in the reality TV space sometimes. What if I walked into a room and saw this guy at like at a desk? You'd bring him his bagels and coffee and say, like, do you want me to change the garbage cans like now, or do you want to wait to the end of the meeting? Or is that what I would do? <laughs> He'd say, do it now before the meeting. I'm sure his career is tainted, but it- it's. One of those things where it's his, he's in a household name. Mm-hmm. He says, I didn't do it. And there is totally. no, there's nothing connecting him. There's no real, like the evidence isn't really mm-hmm. there. There's no cap, there's no footage. There's no video surveillance. There's no, totally. they didn't find anything connected to it. But what better place than going on vacation? Mm-hmm. You're out of your element. You're away from, your normal schedule mm-hmm. no one to be like hey normally monica comes to whatever totally you, you, whatever work or yoga or whatever at this yeah. time and you're maybe in a state of okay this is a new environment this is a new schedule maybe it's a relaxing state mm-hmm. and a perfect time to do it i don't know how and i don't know if it was a thing where he was like i'm planning on doing this mm-hmm. or I wasn't planning on doing this, but I thought about it a lot. Or mm-hmm. perhaps it was completely spontaneous. Yeah. Or Ugh, but your kids he didn't do it at all, according to him. But I feel like if you were truly innocent if you were just like you wouldn't be like, Hey, yeah, I'll stick around. 
Anyway, I'm going to head over to the Playboy Mansion in L.A. Not yeah. that he wasn't there, but you know what I mean? I'm not going to like no, jaunt over to L.A. You won't do that. He acts like he is guilty. You he, could maybe bring in people like, hey, listen, I want to bring in my own investigators. Maybe If you mm-hmm. want to do that, he's like, hey, I want to bring in my own people that I trust, people that are close to my me and my family to help mm-hmm. use my means to facilitate this. No. I don't, and Totally. I don't know what he thought the end game was. He's like, I'm going to go to L.A. I don't have a passport and mm-hmm. do what? Exactly. I mean, I'm sure mount a legal defense. I'm sure that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, I guess. But he just wanted to get the fuck out of there. That's what yeah. he wanted to do. He and didn't want to be in a Mexican prison. Exactly. And, and his relationship that you've covered with his family thus far legally, what is on paper, speaks a lot to this situation, too. Like the interaction with his kids, his you know ex-mother-in-law. It, it just really – is a bad situation. There's also, and I don't have, this might be for a future episode. I believe there's other Pimp My Rides in like a franchise, maybe mm. in England. And there's some strange stuff and maybe some murder stuff connected with Pimp My Ride even outside of this. And that might be. What? Yeah, so. The Pimp My Ride true crime trilogy? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 